find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh, check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Want to you. have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. But I ain't starving yet. Chain for the pain, cocktail dog set. Never said I was a gangster or thug, but I'm an animal. Eating for the taste of the blood. Sick, sick, sick. Hey guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show. Back again, episode 47. I'm Mike Sorg, at Sorgatron on the Twitter, coming at you from Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, of course, the home of Sorgatron Media, home of PittsburghWrestling.com, where we're working with some great guys over here with the International Wrestling Cartel, Renegade Wrestling Alliance, some great indie wrestling, so much more over there at PittsburghWrestling.com. Hey, check out a Black Friday sale coming up this Friday. Uh, we got, we'll have a post for uh, a big discount on digital downloads and even a DVD discount. So uh, go please check it out at PittsburghWrestling.com and SorgatronMedia.com. Uh, with me, as usual, he's down in San Antonio, Texas. He's a commentator for NWA Inspire Pro and writer for NWA Ringside. He is Eamon Payton. Patron. Patron. I made your name Patron tonight. I'm, I apologize for that. That that's my that's my that's my name on the weekend. So that's your I, that's your no, rapper no. name is Eamon Patron. Uh, and he's at Eamon Two Please on the Twitter side doing this yeah, week. Eamon Patron, popping bottles and such. It's um, a, yes. But no. Uh, no, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about uh, independent wrestling, uh, uh, even with even with a new last name. That's cool. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you, it's, he's a new man tonight. Uh, we got a great guest with us. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, of course, this is your Indie Mayhem show. Uh, please, of course, support uh, Basic Sickness, who does our intro and outro music at basicsickness.com. He's a Pittsburgh original. He's been a friend of ours uh, in many of my ventures throughout the throughout the years. God, I've known him for a while. Um, and he headbutted me in the mosh pit last I saw him. <laughs> We're good friends like that. <laughs> Uh, you can also check out this and other shows that we're doing over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Um, you know, uh, yeah, about five podcasts going on around po- uh, professional wrestling right now. So please check all of them out and subscribe to the Indie Mayhem Show on iTunes, on Spreaker, on iHeartRadio, and of course the Wrestling Mayhem Show on YouTube. And please follow us at Mayhem Show on Twitter and look for the Wrestling Mayhem Show on Facebook and Google Plus. And you can join us here live. You can uh, join in on the conversation, on the interviews. Um, or distract me uh, in the chat room at live.sorgatronmedia.com about 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central uh, every Tuesday night. Uh, So uh, with that, let's get to our guest. Uh, He's a guy that's uh, been hanging out. uh, I've got to know here over the last, I don't know, maybe a year or something. Uh, He's a photographer. You'll see ringside a lot of times with the International Wrestling Cartel if you attend them or you see him on the DVDs. He's Daniel Hooven. Uh, great, great photographer. How you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing good. How about you, Sword? All right. He's right here in Pittsburgh, PA, right? Yep. About uh, 20 minutes, 20 minutes east of the city. Nice. Nice. Uh, so, uh, first, uh, you know, well, first of all, you're, you let, let us know, like, what kind of photographer are you? Like, what, what's your experience? Like, is it just pro wrestling? Are you, uh, 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 uh in all the arts of, of photography? Um, I, I like to think all, but I mean, mostly all my photography is with uh, the International Wrestling Cartel, where I do a lot of uh, abandoned buildings. I'm really into kind of that urban, uh, urban exploration and the uh, abandoned abandoned buildings. Uh, 
unfortunately seen way too many empty asylums and hospitals in my time. So I do a lot of those pictures out there. I just, I find it interesting. Um, and, uh, I don't know. Um, but most of my, the stuff that I really kind of like doing the most is, is the independent wrestling shows, uh, mainly IWC. It's really the only one I do things with. Awesome. Awesome. And now I, I know you're a, a longtime fan from our discussions. Uh, what really kind of got you first into just pro wrestling in general? Sunday morning superstars. Nice. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a WWF kid pretty much from the day one. I'm in the generation, you know, where I was freaking out when, uh, Jake the Snake, Snake bit the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Uh, the tragic moment when Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty through the window. Uh, so just, I don't know what it was about it. You know, I mean, as a kid, of course, I, I was, uh, you know, I didn't know it was it was pre-planned. I didn't know it, the, the art of it. I just thought it was really cool to see these bigger-than-life characters going at it. And um, over the years, I really, you know, I did watch it sporadically. I caught it Sunday mornings. Um, and I didn't have cable for my parents were, you know, reading about reading books and stuff. And when everybody was turning off for all, I was just tuning in, even though it was bad uh, technically because I just got cable. So and then, of course, the attitude era. But, uh, you know, what really brought me back in as a uh, I guess a teenager, I discovered on WGTW 48 local access, this show called ECW which I thought was was the most, re it was the greatest time. You know, I watched it on the WWE Network and I get called back, but um, I watched it from the start to finish and ECW really just got me back in the wrestling. I remember when uh, Al Snow showed up on Monday Night Raw and I thought they were invading legit. Like, it was crazy for me. So ECW and WWF, really, ECW got me way back into it. That's awesome. You know, I, I know I, we kind of make fun. I, I'm sorry, Eamon, all the all these times we kind of make fun because he's, he's he's young enough that he doesn't understand. He not understands. Wasn't around for the Attitude Era. Wasn't around <laughs> no, for the no, Monday. I, no, I don't understand. You know, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. We wasn't around for the Attitude Era for the Sting thing. We we were just explaining some of the Sting aspect uh, with his return uh, on this last podcast we did. Um, and uh, it, it, and for me, that's kind of my my mystery empty hole because I didn't get to. Explain experience ecw until i think i started watching the tnn show sporadically when when they started getting on there and that was like that was the end basically right yeah that was the clip shows they were pretty much putting in there it was uh it was uh, it was not what what anybody expected from watching it in, in mm -hmm. philadelphia um you know i i remember i was enamored with with terry funk um, the idea of this, this older man being able to win a triple threat match, it, it just felt so real to me. The character was so different. It was on at 11 o'clock at night, and it's I, I'm going to get, you know, one of my dark secrets is I actually was so into ECW at one point, I got a, I got a Taz tattoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't regret it at all, but um, it was modified when he showed up in the WWF before he got buried by everybody and was <laughs> fighting Rikishi in cages. <laughs> awesome awesome so i mean you that, that's cool because you're you're around philly you're kind of like around the epicenter of, of of this big movement out there yeah absolutely you know i remember when ecw unfortunately shut down i was lucky enough to make the one show at the ecw arena and i think i was unfortunately i was like 17 so i was i was too young to really appreciate it at the time as if i would have been older but when they closed, you had all these talented workers that still had a really valuable brand name, um, that still had an audience that wanted to see them. So 
we had a show every weekend at the ECW arena, uh, 3PW, uh, CZW, uh, Pro Wrestling Unplugged, Ring of Honor was still rotating in there between the National Guard Armory and the ECW arena. And every now and then, 3PW and CZW would run a, a super show or make hard or whatever. But it was nice. I mean, there was a show every weekend, and and most of it was a good mixture of the big the the bigger names in the area, like Two Cold Scorpio was always a lot to be out there. Gangrel would always show up, and some of the younger talent like CM Punk, uh, Brian Danielson, and uh, you know, towards the end of it, when it was just CZW, Moxley was John Moxley was just an absolute phenomenon out there. We were all talking about how this crazy skinny kid named John Moxley was going to take the wrestling world by storm. And uh, now there's some guy named Dean Ambrose headlining Raw. It looks a little bit like him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is nuts because I was watching, uh, I was rewatching that main event from Survivor Series and looking at like like the one side of the ring is 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 two guys I remember from Ring of Honor when that one time I went out to ECW Arena for a Ring of Honor taping, uh, in, in Seth Rollins and Luke Harper. Now, uh, it, it's crazy to kind of see that transition up, you know, and say these are our guys from ten years ago, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I remember when Chris Hero and Claudio were tied team. And I'll be honest, I was never, I'm never, I was never, I still never a big fan of Chris Hero as a wrestler. Nicest guy. I just don't never got him as a wrestler. But you know, Claudio and I remember Big Brody Lee. You know, Luke Harper, whatever you want to call him. It was kind of cool to see him catch a break with his look. Like you know, that was real cool. Mm. Uh, so it, it is neat seeing a lot of these indie guys that are now making up the main roster and really the ones that are are carrying it at this point. Certainly, certainly. Um, so, so tell me how how did you end up in in the Pittsburgh wrestling scene the way you are now? Uh, you know, it was just kind of knowing um, knowing people. I've been friends with Justin Plummer. He was actually one of the first friends I made um, at college in Slippery Rock. Oh, God, in two thousand and two, so twelve years ago. I remember uh, we were joining the same fraternity, and, uh, and I told him he looked like Tackleberry from Police Academy. <laughs> and um, we've been friends ever since. So I kind of went off and I was doing my TV thing and he was doing his wrestling thing. And, you know, it, it, I, I always wanted to get involved in it. And I went to school with Shane Taylor. So I knew both of them uh, from my time at Slippery Rock. And I one day I just kind of pitched the idea. I said, hey, I said, you know, I'm getting into photography. Do you guys have anybody that does that? And he said, you know, there's a guy that comes every now and then, but we don't have a regular guy. So. I came out, talked to Chuck, actually about a year ago exactly at Night of Superstars with uh, Robbie Piper and Goldust before his, his WWE revival over the past year or two. And um, I've uh, you know, been able to stick around ever since. And then, you know, I'm very thankful for that. It's a, it's a good organization, good group. Certainly. It's definitely, um, um, I, I feel, uh, I've shown some pictures if you guys are watching on video. Uh, I believe this is from the last show retro reunion at court time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 we're a big believers. We talk about presentation a lot on the show and uh, you know, that, that perception and you know, it's, it's more than, you know, uh, you know, somebody, you know, getting some fan picks and stuff for, you know, people from their seats are only going to be so much on their iPhones or something. Right. Um, but it's, it, it really makes a difference. Uh, cause, uh, now, now these are pictures and, you know, and thankfully your and IWC use these, um, and, and they can use them in their posts and their, and their, and their promotions and everything. Um, and I think it's really kind of helped that perception, uh, a, a, a bit, um, you know, what, what is your kind of, uh, uh, philosophy on, on photography and pro wrestling is on this level? 
I think, you know, honestly, it goes along with pro wrestling. I wanted to tell a story. I wanted to support a story. I'm really big on that because at the end of the day, you know, I have a lot of respect for what goes on in that ring. Um, you know, these guys go out there and risk their bodies to tell a story and entertain a crowd. And, you know, one thing that I'm really big on is at the end of the night, you know, I, I have a lot of pictures, um, <laughs> sometimes two or 3,000 that I go through and then scrub down and edit the good ones because I want to support the story that they're telling. Uh, my favorite picture I've ever taken was from Retro Reunion, and it was the one where the uh, VIP had revealed himself with the faces of change with the bags on their head behind the founding fathers. And being able to, to have things like that where it just cements the story, is to me, it just, it just adds a, a dimension to it. And also, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, if I can provide any sort of, ta you know, any of the talent I have in photography, if it can be used by any of the guys on the show for promotional uses or helping them get where they want to be, um, you know, I'm always happy to help somebody try to try to get their get their dream. It's just some anything I can do to help. I'm just a real big believer in paying it forward. And you know, I'm good with a camera. Maybe it's genetics. There's a lot of Asian people that like cameras, but um, well, you know, works for me. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're fine to be a stereotype, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I don't deny it. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Uh, so, uh, well, one question we get into, we'll probably get a little deeper in, into this part. Um, you, you've been at this, of course, Jesus, uh, well, I guess a year and a half uh, with IWC. Um, you've had a bit of experience. Uh, you kind of seeing uh, a good bit of uh, what, what what goes on behind the scenes. Uh, I know you're there early when we're setting up and seeing everything, and we've had our discussions. Uh, and you're close to the action, that's for sure. Um, so what's, what's the best and the worst thing about working with indie wrestling, uh, in your experience so far? Uh, the best thing for me is it's just something that I've always wanted to do. And, you know, I, I have this, I have this, uh, what do you call it? Oh, it's escaped me at this point. Um, the list you want to do. Bucket list? Bucket list. Yeah. And, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be involved in wrestling somehow at some level. Um, and I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you work hard enough or make the right connections, you can become a, you become a part of something, even though it might not be on the main show. Like I'll never play in the NBA, but I could probably get a job in the office if I worked hard at it. Um, so the best part is just being around it, you know, getting to know the wrestlers, um, you know, being able to take these pictures and, and share them with the audience and just kind of being out there, like to me, it, it's I've you know I've traveled the world, I've done a lot of cool things, but for me, you know, that one Saturday a month where I can go and just take pictures at ringside, to me that that's you know I maybe I'm wired like Andy Kaufman was. That's what I think is a lot of fun. Um, the worst, there's really no worst part, you know. I, I my my the worst part is I'm always afraid I'm going to get in the way um, because you know sometimes you know I don't know what's going to happen in the ring. And I have to do my best to keep aware of my surroundings without anything bad happening. And, you know, sometimes that can be a little bit challenging, but I just, you know, do my best to stay out of the way. And I think I love Asylum because every time he comes to the ring, I don't know if you notice this when you're filming, but every time Asylum's on the way to the ring, I slowly back to a corner. I don't even try getting an entrance one because I don't want to get run over. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's always it. <laughs> that, 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 there are there are definitely. It always throws me when they switch it up. 
Because, like, I know, uh, thankfully, we didn't have anybody at ringside doing this, but, like, Andrew Palace decided to start doing an Ultimate Warrior uh, run around the ring that last show up in Clearfield. Um, and I know he would have just run my guy over. Like, with <laughs> um, do you, and do you have, like, a lot of guys, like, uh, uh, I know for us, we, we notice guys that actually start playing to the camera. They, they notice the lens out there, and they, they'll actually... Uh, uh, actually, kind of help your job out a little bit. Do you, do you, are you getting a lot of that with still photography? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, I think one of the big things, and I, I, you know, at the end of the day, pro wrestling is is a form of entertainment. It's a form of very skilled entertainment because not only are you an athlete, you need to connect with the audience, and you do that through facial expressions. I mean, you look at WWE; half the time, the the cameras on their face. I can't give enough kudos to almost the entire roster in the IWC because I'm able to get those facial expressions. You know, uh, Big League John McChesney, Justin Labar, um, you know, Dalton Castle, they're very aware of the camera, which to me, you know, shows what level they're at. So it, it, it's, I can't say enough about the, the talent in the back that, you know, just gets it. They understand it's, it's a presentation, it's a show. And at the end of the day, you know, they, they're very camera aware. So it's nice. It makes my job a lot easier. Awesome. We were talking about you actually have a little bit of experience. Uh, like we were kind of joking about the, all the haunted shows on the new uh, uh, home of Impact Wrestling. But you actually have a little experience in that that, that that I think a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, you know, I've actually, I've, I've, before kind of coming to this Pittsburgh area, I kind of had a run in TV. Um I worked on a web series in Pittsburgh, actually, from 2010 to 2012. I won a reality show on the Travel Channel in 2012. I uh, did a segment on Sci-Fi with Justin Plummer in 2012. And then I actually had my own show on the Biography Channel uh, called Haunted Encounters for a year. We had a six-episode run, and then the Bio Channel disappeared. So I always joked, actually, and nobody got it because nobody I really traveled with was a big wrestling fan. I said, sometimes I felt like the show was like ECW because we had worked so hard at building this underground web series that picked up, kind of being the anti, you know, ghost adventures, anti ghost hunters. We worked our asses off to get the prime, get the cable TV, and then we got the rug pulled from underneath of us. Um, so, yeah, no, I've, I've had the opportunity to work out there on TV. Um, and actually, you know, I tried to do wrestling stuff for forever. I mean, uh, back about, well, I mean, this is 2006 when I was in uh, a lot bigger, like a lot more muscular, better shape. I, I attended the CZW wrestling school for a month and then quit because I had a job that was not happy about it when they found out what I was doing. And it was like my first job. So out of college, I had to quit. But I guess, uh, yeah, so I worked in TV and I ended up working with IWC. So it's been a fun ride. Awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. Hey, now I know, Eamon, you have uh, 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 a photographer. We, we've had, of course, uh, 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 your friend from down there on. I want to see if you had any questions uh, from your angle, no, not, you know, some photography uh, from your end. Uh, well, maybe just the, the idea of, and I don't know if, what's the best way to put this, but if you have any future plans for stuff that you kind of wanted to, you know, excavate with, you know, working in indie wrestling as a photographer, is there any like projects or something that you would like to, you know, you know, work in. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in anything. You know, um, I don't have anything on the horizon right now. I'm in a place where the last three years were so hectic that I'm just kind of relaxing and doing the IWC shows. But 
Um, I, I'd like to just help out any of the talent that I can in any way, uh, from promotional shots or anything like that, you know. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I would like to get more involved, but it's just walking that thin line because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm the photographer, and I don't try to get too involved in anything other than that. But, um, I have, you know, that's, that's all I have right now. Nothing crazy. Awesome. 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 So if anybody wants to check out any of your stuff, say they're on audio, they couldn't see our video or anything. I want to check out more mm-hmm. of what you're doing. Uh, where are some good places for people to check out, uh, your photography online? Uh, photography online. The best place is going to be the, uh, official IWC Facebook page. All the albums have been uploaded. Um, they're all there. I mean, I have some on my, I have some on my, Facebook page itself, but the International Wrestling Cartel at facebook.com forward slash IWC Wrestling has all the albums uploaded. Um, and big shout out to Jesse, the Mark, who actually takes care of all the promotional art. Um, he's great to work with. But uh, the actual shows are usually up within a day or two after each one. Awesome. Awesome. And, and, and I have to ask is your web series still up anywhere that we can check it out? <laughs> oh, yeah. The web series. Web series is up. It's uh, if you go to uh, YouTube, Google Resident, uh, and search for Resident Undead, that's still up there. And it was, you know, I always joked about ECW because we did all these crazy stunts to get the attention of people, and then we weren't <laughs> allowed to do it on TV. Like at one point, we had a mo- we we my friend, uh, kind of like Jackass meets Ghost Hunting. That's how we were pitching it. Um, <laughs> we had me. We did a mock lynching of me in a barn in Ohio. Um, <laughs> I guess it's bad timing to joke about that, but it was actually interesting. Is it, um, is this it? I like, I found an episode that's uh, like whispers estate in Mitchell, nah, Indiana. I was, no, that was like more, it's, it's going to be way back on them. Um, anything pretty much before 2012. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still up. I mean, I think there's still some haunted encounter stuff up there. There's like, I mean, uh, it, it was just, it was a crazy two years. Cause in the middle of all that, I was getting my master's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like attending mm-hmm. school at the same time. Let me tell you, that was a good time in my life to be be hanging around undergrads all day and be working in TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it was a good time. That's awesome. Please check him out, Daniel Hooven. He's an awesome guy. If you need a photography done, call this guy. Call this guy. Maybe other wrestling promotions or something. You know, um, on nights that IWC isn't working, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we definitely want you there first and foremost. Uh, but no, no, he, he does great work. He's been doing awesome stuff, and uh, it's been cool to see the stuff you, uh, that you've been experimenting with. Uh, the last thing I showed there was when you were doing some like some of the partial black and white stuff, and and I know you've been playing with some filters and stuff, and 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 had some really cool effects going on. Especially, I think Cage Fury had he had a really good run of, of some oh, interesting stuff. Cage, going on. The, the the lighting there is perfect and. And Cage Fury, that was actually my, my favorite one I've done. But yeah, some of the black, like, that's what one thing I do appreciate about IWC is, is I do the pictures and uh, pretty much I'm, I've grown with every album. Like, I've definitely improved on every album. Now I'm to a point where I know, you know, how to light paint and things like that. So it's it really helped me out a lot personally. But uh, yeah, Cage Fury, I would say that that's my favorite album for some reason. Just everything came together perfect there. Awesome. A lot to play with, too, with the Cage, right? Oh my yeah, absolutely. And it was I thought it would be more of a hindrance than anything, but it, it ended up just uh for me it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I know we find uh it, it's hard because the, the, the cage will often like throw off maybe like our 
our focus or something when we're, we're doing our ringside and it just feels like you're not getting clean shots of anything for us. Uh, but sometimes you get those moments where you can frame, you know, uh, uh, you know, between the links of the chain and we know we're going to have cage fury every year <laughs> and, uh, have like two to three cage matches to have to play with. So it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting time. So. Awesome. Daniel Hooven, go check him out uh, at Daniel Hooven on the Twitters. And of course, look at his pictures on the International Wrestling Cartel Facebook page. Uh, Facebook page. Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. You have a good night. Uh, thanks again, Dan, for joining us for this interview. Um, and then uh, came up in, in, in thoughts uh, about doing this show. And I think it was a good timing that he ended up uh, being an option for this episode. Uh, because I think it's really important. Uh, Eamon and I, of course, uh, being involved in what we do, um, with pro wrestling, uh, you know, we do it because we love it and it's definitely not the thing that's paying the bills for either of us. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's something that, that we feel passionate about. And, um, you know, uh, as we, you know, go to our, respective duties every month uh whether we are the commentators the video team the the wrestlers the guy that's taking the tickets that you talk to every month you know whoever it may be the sound guy uh you know uh you you, you tend to make these friends and um even if you know uh, guys like you know dan that was just on you know uh, are guys that i see and i know i'm going to see once a month you know and you develop those relationships. And even if that's it, you know, maybe you Facebook or something uh, otherwise. Um, and, uh, and and I think that's I, – I, I think some people maybe don't think about those as as uh, as important relationships. Or there's some that do. We've, we've had great discussions about, you know, uh, you know, we just talked about, you know, uh, getting to know the wrestlers and everything and, and seeing them every month. Um uh, there was a recent uh, development I found about, uh, unfortunately, Friday night uh, in the middle of doing a, a lot of work with PodCamp Pittsburgh this weekend. Uh, so honestly, I really haven't had too much time um, to I, on, even let it sink in. Um, I'm still wrapping my head around this um, and was hoping I would have uh, kind of settled into it by the evening when I plan to talk about it, uh, during the show. Uh, but a good friend of ours, uh, in the, in the business and online and, uh, JP, uh, JP Balson, uh, Jack Balson, uh, was actually, uh, found dead, uh, Friday morning and, uh, 28 years old. Um, he was, um, actually apparently driving home, or uh, driving alone uh, late, uh, early Friday morning. As far as uh, in conversations I've had, uh, you know, last people saw him was probably about 2.30. He was found at around 7 in the morning from what I've read uh, by employees at a local business. Um, the car was rolled. He had an SUV, but I think a pretty uh, decent-sized SUV. Um, and uh, it was rolled, and he was ejected from the vehicle. Um, and was, I believe pretty much, uh, found already passed. Um, JP was a guy that showed up <laughs> out of nowhere one day. 
Um, I think we were doing uh, one of the shows in Newell, West Virginia uh, a couple years ago. And this kid comes up to me and says, hey, you know, hey, man, you know, you need some help with the video. And to me, it's like, oh, you know, I, I never know uh, what I'm going to get as far as that goes, you know. Uh, you know, some fan that wants to get involved or something like that. And he, he actually gave me a, a demo disc and, uh, and, uh, and, and it was pretty impressive. And I started talking with him. I was like, yeah, come along, see what we're doing. Uh, and he worked into things very well. Um, JP uh, was going to the Art Institute, was taking video. Uh, so we, we connected on that line, obviously a wrestling fan, um, and even more so because actually good friends with uh, one of the mainstays at IWC, one of the guys that trained and came out through there, Logan Shulo. Uh, now currently actually, uh, you know, it was great to see, you know, one, they were good friends and being able to see them every month and, and, and JP talking about, you know, uh, you know, what them talking about what Shulo could do in the ring for his character, uh, you know, to, to try to, you know, get to that next level. And I could always tell that uh, JP definitely was proud to see that his friend uh, signing here at the beginning of the year uh, with the WWE. He's he's up there with uh, doing the NXT thing, doing the Performance Center thing down there in Orlando. Um, and, and, you know, we, we've seen him on WWE Network a few times, guys, you know, or as uh, Adam Rose's party and stuff. Um, and it was really cool to see that that happen for for both of them. Um uh jp was i i i think wrestling and video was his life uh as far as i could tell uh he was always a great hard worker every time uh we were out there with iwc rwa actually to the point where i was uh you know so impressed i wanted to bring him on um for a lot of projects outside of wrestling um whenever i could uh, it was, uh, you know, I was learning from him. <laughs> he knew lighting that I didn't know. He knew, he knew some techniques I didn't know. I mean, he's actually going for school for this, whereas I am more learn on the job uh, uh, for this profession. Um, you know, um, and, uh, and and he was always great to talk to about wrestling. You know, he was very opinionated. Um, and and very smart for the business um i was really impressed i i started i asked him to uh kind of replace me as far as the trips up to cleveland for prime wrestling so uh i guess he'd ride along with joe dabrowski and uh and, and i remember after a couple of times uh joe came back and said hey the, that kid hair he'd call him because he always had a nice head of hair i think i think both i think both joe and i were were jealous of that uh, and, uh, he said the kid's got a good head for a business and, um, come to find out here on Facebook, uh, gotten from me, Joe, Joe Dabrowski's, uh, uh, write up, um, shortly after finding out, uh, about JP and, and how much, uh, uh, you know, they talked about the business and, and critiqued, you know, what we would see after the shows and, 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 you know, with, with indie wrestling and, and everything, you know, especially with Joe as, you know, somebody who's done booking, does booking a little bit, uh, you know, as, as involved as he is, you know, 
it, it seemed like JP could definitely hang with him. Um, and that was really impressive. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, don't have enough good things to say about him. Um, it's messed up. I'm still, I'm still, uh, kind of working my head around this. Like I said, um, um, it, 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 it was, it's been great to see, um, you know, I've been reading stuff like what Joe's put up. Um, of course, uh, IWC international wrestling cartel, renegade wrestling Alliance, both, uh, made some posts recently, um, uh, in regards to it. And, uh, you know, I never knew, I, I also never know cause you know, he's, he's at all these shows and I never know how much, uh, uh, sometimes they're aware of the guys that I'm bringing. <laughs> and it was really nice to see, um, um, some of the things that they said, and, uh, and, and, and make light, you know, make, 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 uh, uh notice of this, um, attended his uh uh wake uh or showing or whatever you call it there sunday and uh it was great to see i don't think i've ever seen wrestling terms such a such a packed house uh for for something like this um i don't know if it's just in, in just the comments I'm seeing on his Facebook page, it, 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 it seems like he had an impact on everybody. He was such a happy guy. Um, Joe calls him a little bit of a, 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 a I think is a smarmy and sarcastic fellow sometimes. Um, Chachi, of course, brings an interesting bout of uh, conflict to the shows uh, himself in good fun. It was great to see uh, uh, Chachi and JP bicker back and forth, um, and they were smoke. They were smoking buddies, at least until Chachi took up the gummy worms recently. Um, but they were definitely, you know, became good buddies. I think uh, uh, during the course of this, um, he's going to be irreplaceable uh, to get a guy that's that passionate for the business and so good at doing the, doing what we were doing. And, uh, and I'm going to miss him. I want to miss the conversation. I want to miss the reaction, you know, him just hanging out at the shows where I don't even need him. He's just there to see the show, to comment on the shows because he loved it, you know? And, um, To see somebody that that had such you know it's so fucking cliche uh, that had such a, a bright future, whether it be video or something, I, the dude was on his way. Guy, guy had an internship with the Penguins, you know, um, and 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 to hear the projects he's working with, like he got it, he understood he understood what he was doing in both sides of business that he was working in, and he was such a good guy. Um, and and he's not there anymore. We're headed in the holiday Thanksgiving here. Um, and it definitely with the timing 
makes you want to kind of consider um, what you're thankful for more than anything. Because um, it's such a crazy thing and looking at what happened and still kind of questioning what happened and did this really happen and why did it happen this way? Um, and you never know. It, so whatever you do for Thanksgiving, um, I hope, I know in my head, it's, you know, everybody goes and hangs with their family, hopefully, and, or whatever loved ones or whatever your family is, you know, um, or whatever you're doing this, 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 this season, just kind of take a moment talk about mindfulness and um, some of the work I do with some of my clients and um, um, you know, take in the moment, just sit there and look around, you know, and, and appreciate it because maybe they won't be there next Thanksgiving. Maybe they won't be there for Christmas. Not to get that morbid, but you never know and appreciate what you have. Because this shows how fragile that is. And even silly as it sounds, all your friends in wrestling and whatever it takes. There's a there's a shirt <laughs> that Justin Labar was selling a few years ago. I picked it up because on the front it just says pro wrestling. And I was just like, I just want a shirt that says pro wrestling. <laughs> but on the back is uh this long quote from him that talks about how you'll remember all the scars and the bumps and the pains and the aches and that's going to remind you of all the friends and the memories um i like to think that jp is a scar in my brain now and i'm going to remember him when i'm I'm probably going to remember the dude every time I'm sitting out for a wrestling show, dude. I got to tell you. Um, no matter who I got there, no matter what level I'm on, um, he is going to be in the back of my head, I think. Um, that's fucked up. Um, that note, uh, you know... Jeez, I don't know how to say this kind of stuff. But hope uh hope you're being taken care of wherever you ended up, JP. Hope you're looking down. Hope you're enjoying all the wrestling shows you can. I'm sure you're critiquing the shit out of them like you usually do. And uh I'll see ya. Um that's it for this week. We'll be back to normal. Next week, the Indie Mayhem Show. Uh, support Indie Wrestling and appreciate it.